look, honey, when we get there, mm-hmm. when we get to the land mm-hmm. store, yes. we're going to have to, well, you don't have to be all feminine like that. But I'm your wife. I know, but we're, we're in a very, we're business partners, son. I shouldn't call oh. you honey if we're business partners. I don't like the way um, this is looking. I feel like this is very. No, please tell me how the money works once we get out there. Husband. Marissa Macy. And this is Pardon Me, a presidential history podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the Panic of 1837. The Panic of 1837? Oh! 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 <laughs> uh, it's basically what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm panicked. Just I'm scared to think about, about it. it. Well, you know, listen, money was a new idea back then. They didn't know it could run out. I don't know if it was a new idea, Trent, but it was, uh, it was, uh, well, okay, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Money is kind of an interesting thing. I don't want to get too much into capitalism, but like, you know, when you're a kid and you go to Chuck E. Cheese yeah, and you go in there and you take your real money and you buy coins Mm -hmm. and then you take that fake money and Mm -hmm. then you play games with it and then you get a different kind of fake money, which is tickets. And then you buy with those tickets, cheap crap. Right. That you could have definitely bought for less than you paid in that real money to begin with. Of course. And that's kind of how an economy works. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because now when you go to Chuck E. Cheese or like a similar place, you're given like a card. Oh, yeah. That you you get like it's like loaded. And then so it's like and that's kind of what money is. Well, yeah. Now, modern, it's Mm -hmm. all digital. And it's the same at Chuck E. Cheese. It's the exact same. Well, I don't know about Chuck E. Cheese specifically, but I know like at like. Similar or whatever places. I don't want to um, call it any. It's it's an economy. It's not the yeah, establishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not calling out Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know. They might still have tickets. So don't come <laughs> for me, please. Yeah. I don't want to hear any emails about this. I don't even. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the standard of vacation. Last but time the, I mentioned Chuck E. Cheese, the listeners came in droves. Oh, yeah. The Chuck heads. <laughs> not the cheese heads. That's no, no, no. That's different. That's different. Um, it, the, the thing is, is like you're losing... You, the consumer, are losing money and value at every station mm-hmm. at which the the currency changes. Mm-hmm. But someone is there to, like, suck up that little extra bit of lost currency. And that's called capitalism. Mm-hmm. Or in Chuck E. Cheese's case, the mouse. The mouse. Everybody got to feed the mouth. Mouse. Got to feed <laughs> the mouse mouth. So, first of all, <clears throat> if you haven't listened to the Martin Van Buren episode mm-hmm. or the Andrew Jackson episode, mm-hmm. please pause now and go for go go have a listen. because yeah. um, we're 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 not gonna get too much into to what they did, but we will cover it. Yeah, so you're yeah. gonna want that background info. Yeah. Um so that's your homework. Um though I doubt many people are coming to this podcast to listen to the pan- panic of eighteen thirty seven yeah. episode and not the presidential it, episodes because the whole thing of the podcast is the presidential episode. Right. But anyway, I find um, it difficult to imagine people are scrolled. You know, when you get like to a new podcast uh-huh. and you're like, oh, I want to find the episode where Paul F. Tompkins is the guest or whatever uh-huh, uh-huh. Is, is the person I like or oh, uh-huh. this is. But I don't think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Panic oh, of, the panic of 1837. 1837. Oh, finally, two pa- podcasters were brave enough. If this is where you're starting, good we are you. negging you. Oh, we're what? Ne- we're good for you? Good oh, for yes, you. Good oh, for you. Oh, yeah. We're both. That's why we're different. You're the type that lets people know that, yeah, anyway, it, you're ne- you're a negging person and I am a, hey, I'm, I'm just glad you're here. <laughs> I'm just glad you're here. I'm glad you, I'm glad you're giving your time to me. 
<sighs> That's what makes us. Mm. Our, our diversity is our strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's talk about what's going on in the economy. Okay. And the 1830s. Right. So this is during the think like okay we're in we're in, in the, Jackson's second yeah term and yeah. in this time period there's all this land speculation they're just grasping through the country mm-hmm. stealing resources mm-hmm. essentially. essentially i mean you know aster furs well yeah there was a whole country of animals that had to be killed so right. that aster could make a fortune in furs right there were all these new inventions, mm-hmm. new clothing styles. Stuff to spend money on. New, Yeah, new stuff to spend money on. We're starting to have this very consumerist. Right. Consum, con, we're starting to have this very consumeristic. We're starting to have a highly consumeristic culture. Is consumeristic a I word? I am not sure what it is. But, you know, the customer is always right. And mm-hmm. if that's what you want to call it, then that's what we're going to... Thank let you. you do but that Thank is true you. you do there's mm-hmm. a customer class that is created yes people that are being pandered to so long as they have the money for that experience even if it's just buying a coat you know and they get to feel special right you know right um it's it's we're commodifying things like that and it's a new this is a new thing in the economy so mm-hmm. the economy is started this is pre-industrial revolution yeah. these are sort of the beginning stepping stones the beginning seeds of that so that's to come later in the century in the 1870s Mm -hmm. is really when the industrial revolution goes bananas Mm -hmm. um or gears yeah we're starting to see it wasn't the industrial revolution and we really clear had nothing to do with bananas but it went bananas (laughs) yeah yeah it did Um. go bananas (laughs) but this is like a distribution Mm -hmm. of labor Mm -hmm. kind of situation like I'm going to have a farm that produces no food. It only mm-hmm. produces cotton because I trust that I will be able to sell that product and then acquire food from other people. Right. So there's a lot of trust that you're having to put in people to only because they have a shared financial interest. Uh, and uh, all you need is a couple people to get in there and be like, oh, I know how to cheat someone. Yeah. And uh then they do. Then they do. Yeah. So we also have kind of the beginning of trains here. Oh, choo-choo. Choo- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean this is such- our big train season, so I hope you're ready. <laughs> um, in Again, things really ramp up or rail up, I guess, in 1870s. Um, <laughs> in 1827, there's the first like regular passenger and freight carrying mm-hmm. line. And then in 1830, the South Carolina Canal and Railroad Company completes its first, like, mechanical passenger train. Mm -hmm. So this is starting to become a part of the economy. So by 1835, there's Mm -hmm. dozens of, like, local Mm -hmm. railroad networks that are starting to come up, Mm -hmm. especially kind of on more of the eastern seaboard. Um, Each one of these tracks really were no more than a couple of miles, Mm -hmm. but people are starting to, like... Not only all this, but then there's also the Erie Canal is yeah. built and everyone's eyes are getting real big of like, like hey, oh. we're going to be able to move stuff a lot faster. Yeah. And this is new technology. We can move ourselves. We can move mm-hmm. information. I mean, yeah, it is. It is literally the Internet. It is okay. a connect a, a high speed connection between people. And uh, yeah, it, it it it's a it's a time where things move ahead so fast mm-hmm. that like <clears throat> 
There's just, I, what do we even do with all this? Right. And then there's this whole, like we talked about in the Jackson episode about Native peoples being removed from their lands in the South. Yep. And now there's all this available land yeah. uh, for people to grow cotton and, yeah. you know, have enslaved people work mm-hmm. on their plantations. Mm-hmm. So we have this kind of duality going on where in the South, yeah. there's still like this where it's all about cotton. We're producing mm-hmm. all this cotton and now all these clothes are being made and all like yeah. people are speculating on land mm-hmm. like people are buying up all this land and and it being buying it for more than it's worth or less than yeah. it's worth you know it's it's yeah. it's a mess now at the same time things are actually the lifestyle of americans mm-hmm. are starting to move away yeah uh, mostly in the north but just just mm-hmm. in general as a country moving away from an agrarian based lifestyle mm-hmm. that jefferson kind of champion and that was the vision yeah. of america and it's becoming this different kind of economy now yeah this is like i said is the very beginnings of what is mm-hmm. going to happen and turn into the industrial revolution where all this is really going to yeah. come to a, a real big head yeah but um where this is like this time here is the first introduction of just like unbridled capitalism mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's there's a big industries for iron and steel and cloth mm-hmm. and leather and ship buildings coming up and I found this <laughs> amazing, uh, like, fact that so in in the 1830s, you know, Independence Hall in Philadelphia, you know, where they yes, like, <laughs> yes, yeah, where this, they like signed the Constitution, yeah, or, uh, or whatever the, the Declaration of Independence, uh, whatever it was. It, it, I do know that that's where the groundhog went <laughs> from Lewis and Clark. That's where it was put on display. That's where they put it on display. Independence it, Hall. You, place where independence hall where important things were signed uh that was last season so i don't remember exactly what was signed there practically a monument of american liberty mm-hmm, and where mm-hmm. it was born yes so i'm sure they preserved it and yes. kept it a museum a museum gorgeous wait what actually no they turned it into mm-hmm. a clothing store <laughs> and it had a sign that read mm. we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal <laughs> that they can obtain clothing as rich as cheap and as durable as at any other establishment in the nation oh boy <laughs> so we're really Didn't feeling that take long that capitalism <laughs> and that that consumerism to re- real rev up do you feel like it's fair to say that there was just a happy coincidence that at this place in time, you know, America, 1776, there was a collection of people who were educated enough and they themselves were wealthy enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that they were able to, like, do the closest you could to an ethical government. And then after that, it all started falling apart. <laughs> Is that... They like did their best, but it. it, it I mean, they did it, their best. What could yeah. they do? They died. You know, they, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't, think. I think there is something about that generation mm-hmm. that they at least felt the need to put on mm-hmm. a sense of duty to their fellow man. Right. That afterwards, people started to be like, well, I ain't going to do that. Right. And well, we're seeing a lot of that in history now happening. The less right, and yeah. less lip service. Mm hmm to decency until you're eventually like, well, you're a sucker if you're like, don't get what you can. Right. Yeah. It starts to become about the individual. Yeah. And and I mean, we're a very individualistic mm-hmm. nation mm-hmm. and it was kind of founded on those principles yeah. to begin with. Yeah. But I think like 
a country going through a revolution and mm -hmm. breaking away from England and all this stuff yeah. and, and trying to have this sense of like creating its own identity mm -hmm. will bring people together. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as that is kind of done mm -hmm. and, and the war of 1812 only did so much to kind of bring in this nationalism, yeah. it only makes sense that individualism is going to be kind of the rule yeah. of the game from kind of from the get go, but yeah. it's just kind of any, any sense of that mm -hmm. not being the case pretty much goes away with a few exceptions throughout history, yeah. like famously World War II, kind of bringing people right. together, but outside but, enemy, yeah, an means. outside enemy. But but when when there's no when there's not that outside threat, it, yeah. it is like our economy, every man for himself. Our economy is a lot based on the idea of competition mm -hmm. and how you're doing compared to other people, right? Um, and yeah, it it, it depends on you being suspicious of others and not mm -hmm. receiving help from mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. By the way, that's a real good way to make sure that people have to like go to the bank, like emotionally. Like I can't mm -hmm. go to you, my friend, for something yeah. that would cost you a dollar, you know, to, to give, but I will go have to buy it from somebody and it mm -hmm. cost me $10. Right. Right. Because I can't let you know that I need it kind mm -hmm. of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just a... Trent, do you need to borrow a dollar? Is that I weird? actually could use 10 <laughs> Okay, so I want to read this quote to kind of cap off okay. talking about what's going on in the economy before panic sets in. Mm -hmm. Now, Alexander de Tocqueville, he wrote this great thing about what sort, yeah. sort of what's going on. He made a lot of observations about he, American life. He did, He's yeah. And this is that. kind of observation of what's going on in the economy mm -hmm. at the time. A native of the United States clings to this world's goods as if he were certain never to die. And he is so hasty in grasping at all within his reach that one would suppose he was constantly afraid of not living long enough to enjoy them. Mm -hmm. He clutches everything. He holds nothing fast, but soon loosens his grip to pursue fresh gratifications. In the United States, a man builds a house in which to spend his old age, and he sells it before the roof is on. He plants a garden and lets it just as the trees are coming into bearing. He finds a field into tillage and leaves no other men to gather the crops. He embraces a profession and gives it up. He settles in a place which he soon afterwards leaves to carry his changeable longings elsewhere. If his private affairs leave him any leisure, he instantly plunges into the vortex of politics. And if at the end of a year of unremitting labor, he finds he has a few days vacation, his eager curiosity whirls him over the vast extent of the United States, and he will travel 1,500 miles in a few days to shake off his unhappiness. Death at last overtakes him, but it is before he is weary of his bootless chase of that complete felicity which forever escapes him. So, wow. I mean, if this isn't, that is Chills. so accurate Chills. to now, yes. to how we yes. act now. This So yes. in 18, mm -hmm. 1830s, mm -hmm. this kind of existential mm -hmm. dread, this this like consumerism to yeah. be immortal, this yeah. chasing of something, this restlessness I mean, is, is yes. core to yes. what it means to be an yeah. American, being part of this economy. What causes this panic of 1837? Uh, what is the panic of 1837? Yeah. It's people panicking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so there's four main causes for the panic of 1837. Right, let's hear them. Rapid economic growth and speculation. Okay. That's one bubble. Collapse of cotton prices. Mm-hmm. Species Circular and Deposit Act, which is an act that Andrew Jackson put in, mm -hmm. 
And then there's the lack of a national bank. Also, Andrew Jackson's fault. So those are the four reasons. We'll kind of go (laughs) through each of them a little bit and talk about how this. Yeah. So speculation bubble is just basically the idea of there's a lot of land and someone's got to own it. Mm -hmm. And so... (laughs) There's no other way. There's just no other way for it to be. But so there's a lot of land that needs to be tilled and and exploited Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. people who want that to happen and are willing to finance it. And also it's just like, so now we're doing where um, we're making up money. We're making up money. It's causing inflation. Yeah. And you you can think back to the financial crisis in 2008 Mm -hmm. and how you know there were these mortgages Mm -hmm. that were be i mean this is going to be a very (laughs) uncomplicated explanation of it but it was you know these bad mortgages were being given out and stuff was being valued incorrectly and people i can remember around that time like around mm -hmm. 2006 People having mortgages who I knew from my basic understanding of mortgage math mm-hmm. had no right to have right. a mortgage that high. Right. And I was like, how are you a person who I know makes the same amount as me affording a mortgage on a $455,000 house when mm-hmm. I'm barely, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Yep. And then you're like, oh, oh, it was a scam. Yes. So, so if, someone, if to, to understand the panic of 1837, yeah. look no further back than 2008 yeah. and kind of apply that basic yeah. idea yeah. to just just land in a more agrarian yeah. setting yeah. and and banks kind of doing similar things, yeah. you know, giving this land to yeah. people that they really shouldn't be, right. um, you know, in a financial sense. So so that that that's. Definitely. And you pair that with the economic growth and right. it's a disaster. It's, Same with 08, you know. Yes. Yes, exactly. And you have the loosened regulations during the Bush administration. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. There's a couple of things that need to happen for a crash like this. And it's all yeah. fueled by greed. It's all fueled by greed. So <laughs> so we have that. And then the second thing is the collapse of cotton prices. Right. So this cotton production in the United States mm-hmm. and elsewhere mm-hmm. is going bananas yeah they're just making a lot they're growing a lot of it mm-hmm. because it was, we have the cotton gin now which is making it easier oh to right pick oh so the cotton it's kind of like the cotton gin made opening a restaurant into opening a mcdonald's mm-hmm. because it's a lot easier now so mm-hmm. something that was difficult was profitable because of its difficulty is now easier mm-hmm. and so there's this catch-up game yeah of like all yeah. these people are going to come so in there's now. a catch-up game a catch-up game in a McDonald's? Was like not, ketchup and mustard? It was not intentional. It was not intentional? It was not intentional. I'm just in a pun kind of <laughs> wordplay mood today. That's I'm so we... sorry. <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, exactly. So I forgot about that part. Yeah. And then was there also a declining... There was a couple of things. So it was like that that aspect mm-hmm. of the cotton gin. Then there's also... You have to remember we at this time are acquiring... In the beginning of the 19th century, there's mm-hmm. this like acquisition of more territories. And then those mm-hmm. territories are turning into states in some cases. Mm-hmm. And with them is coming the question of is slavery going to be legal mm-hmm. or not? Mm-hmm. And so you have 
when that is the case and slavery is legal mm-hmm. and slavery is growing and spreading mm-hmm. in kind of the geographical South, mm-hmm. you are seeing more enslaved people working more right. lands in more areas. Right. So that's why there's even more being grown. And then you have the land speculation yeah. aspect, which is affecting yeah. the cotton issue. And then there's British colony, British colonies in other parts of the world mm-hmm. are also growing a lot of cotton. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in like Egypt and India. Yeah. And then there's all this cotton available and this overproduction. Mm-hmm. And so the market becomes very saturated. And so yeah. that boop sends the prices Real right fast. down. Yeah. Yeah. So even though people need people are buying more stuff yeah. and where it's still the production is more than the demand. Um, And and we're not quite there yet as far as like mass production of of cotton products. If we were running our country as a community instead of as an economy, Mm -hmm. there would have theoretically been someone to step in and say, okay, we're growing too much cotton. Right. Let's grow something else. We need to grow something else. We need to do something to Mm rearrange the soil. Mm -hmm. But there's no motivation for someone to do those right things because they're expensive. Correct. You know, so it's more about like racing to the bottom mm-hmm. price wise. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then we have the third reason for I... the panic, which is the Species Circular and Deposit Act, uh... Uh, which we can thank Andrew Jackson we for. We can thank Andrew Jackson. Because I don't think we covered it in the Jackson because it was in 1836. He, he passes this act the species circular act and then also the deposit act yeah and so it does what exactly my understanding is Mm -hmm. that everything all land purchases must be made in gold or silver or silver yeah 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 hard money Mm -hmm. metal money right um and you can bite it you gotta be able to buy it you gotta be able to bite it because otherwise (laughs) it's not real (laughs) you just like you go to the bank with a bunch of soggy dollar bills they're like "Ah ah-ah we saw what you had to do. <laughs> you didn't bite it. You just slobbered on it. Get out of here. Uh, so I, I I believe that specie is always put forward as the idea of like, we're going to we're going to get rid of these bankers that are fat cats being rich on people. Da, da, da. But apparently what it actually means is and I didn't know this either. <laughs> This is the dumbest thing I ever heard, and I almost don't believe it's true. Okay. You'd have to take, like, a like the actual literal gold okay. in your pocket. Okay. You're going to buy some land out west. Okay. And you got to get that gold to the west, to the land store. I don't know. You got to physically mm-hmm. transport it. And no trains, by the way. So no wait, trains. Wait, I don't so, know. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm right, right? This is, you know this too, right? I'm not- I don't know this. I don't know this. This is new information for me. I don't know what I thought. I thought, I don't understand. Listen, we're not, we're not, um, we're hobby historians and we're barely hobby yeah. economists. We're barely we don't, hobby we economists. We barely know anything about this. Um, if you know more about I- how money worked in the 1830s, please let us know because we're confused and scared and afraid. <laughs> I watched a couple of YouTubes, but even so, I was like, is this real? <laughs> So they had to but, take, I believe you, this sounds yes. like it's the case because otherwise I don't know how in else the, it would work. In the 70s, I can remember being the 1970s. told, the 1970s, before Nixon put us, took okay. us off the gold standard, right? 
That's how long we stayed on the gold well, standard. Well, no, I think I'm not sure. Don't okay. don't hold me to that. No, I think we I think you go on and off, on and off kind of thing. Okay, yeah. All right, right. Let, let's. <laughs> okay, as best I understand, okay. this is how species circular works, right? Mm-hmm. I know in the old days, I I can okay. remember this was before I was born, but I can okay. remember being told, like in the '60s, mm-hmm. that you could take your $20 bill mm-hmm. to a bank mm-hmm. and say, I would like to trade this for gold. Okay. And legally they had to give you that amount of gold. Right. That is no longer the case. Yes. Right. You can't cash in notes. I can't it's, take my debit card it, to the No. To yeah. The bank. If you look on if you look on uh, the car or the 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 dollar bill it says mm-hmm. like something vested interest in the United States or whatever right. it means. Right. Trust us. That's trust what it us. says. Trust us. Trust us. You can't it's not gold backed by gold anymore, but exactly. just trust us. But so, but so so they would have so, to take the gold money to well, okay, the west. Right. Okay, sorry. So when, so when you so that. when I no 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 you're good. <laughs> so at, when we were so I had in my mind okay well they just had to you know have it backed by gold which is difficult. But what I didn't think about was like no they got to purchase it with gold. Mm-hmm. So like let's say you and me we're gonna settle out west. Okay, and it's after this act that and it's Jackson after this put act. in. So after 1836. So, Look, honey, when we get there, when mm-hmm. we get to the land store, yes. we're going to have to, well, you don't have to be all feminine like that. But I'm your wife. I know, but we're, we're in a very, maybe we're business partners, son. I shouldn't call oh. you honey if we're business partners. I don't like the way uh, this is looking. I feel like this is very. No, please tell me how the money works once we get out there. Husband. carriage sure is heavy <laughs> the carriage is heavy with the gold oh, explain like, am i am i so sexist that i'm forcing you to pull the carriage like a piece of burden no but i i loaded it <laughs> i'm just like how sexist am i how sexist is my character in this game uh pretty sexist pretty just sexist. for the bit <laughs> Please explain to me how we're going to purchase all this land out west. Oh gosh, I hope there's not a crash in a year. That would be no, terrible. No, don't worry, darling. I've okay. I've got it all planned out. Okay. Well, what we have to do, you see, is we've got to fill up this carriage with <gasps> literal metal gold, oh. and we're gonna drive it all the way to the west, as west as we can. Oh. And then we're gonna hand that gold off to someone who owns the land. Okay. And then we own the land, okay. and they have the gold, okay. but then they have to deposit the gold back mm. in the treasury. So they're going to get in a carriage just like mm. this one and drive all the way back to where we are right now. Well, gosh, that <clears throat> sounds like... Um, so what's going to happen? So uh, here we are, <laughs> sitting in our carriage mm. outside of the treasury, mm-hmm. heading off to the west. And in four months, this very carriage will be sitting here. Mm. And hopefully it will have the same amount of gold, none of it stolen by people or ruffians along Mm. the way. Mm -hmm. And also we won't have died from, you know, the dangers of transporting a carriage full of gold. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Anyway, it's a very simple system to keep our money safe. I still don't understand because I'm a woman. (laughs) Well, that's good, dear. Then I explained it just right. Uh, that is the that is the duty of man is to explain in such a way that a woman does not understand mm-hmm. but stops asking mm-hmm. questions. There we go. Love it. Love it. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> was that what Andrew Jackson? He was like, "I'm going to create a system mm-hmm. so annoying that women will, that women will tired. not will stop trying to understand money." <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you know, it's it's 
you are setting it up an economy like you are setting up a game of musical chairs. Mm-hmm. There's not enough chairs by design. Right, right, right. Someone is going to be left holding the bag. Mm-hmm. And the, the people who have to suffer the consequences. Mm-hmm. People starved and died because yes. he refused to uh, help. Right. You know, there were there were bank crises happening before the Panic of 1837. Right. There was this was fighting. an ongoing there thing. Was, he he right. actively was fighting against yes. the recharter of the National Bank. But and that's the fourth thing well, is like, well, this goes into the Deposit yeah, yeah. Act yeah. and the lack of a national bank is that when he decided not to recharter it, mm-hmm. the bank still existed. Yes. But instead of just letting it run out its term yeah. and we talked about this in the Jackson yeah. episode he starts saying well we're going to drain essentially this is a yes. big simplification but we're going to drain the the money yeah. from the national bank and put it in these kind of regional pet banks pet banks these small banks what he wanted to do was literally just take the money out mm-hmm. and distribute it to his pet banks yeah but the person who would have had to do that part of yeah. the problem with Jackson is he doesn't know how to do the things he wants to do. He right. just knows what he wants to happen. Yeah. So he does have to have people willing to do his bidding. Yeah. And so um, whoever was in charge mm-hmm. of taking the government's money out or putting it into the bank, mm-hmm. that first guy said no. Yeah. And so Jackson fired him. Mm-hmm. And then he called in someone else. And that guy said no. He said, I'm no fan of the banks, but at least... The people's money is safe in the bank. Yeah. And so Jackson fires him too. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a third stooge and that guy agrees to do it, mm-hmm. but he's not willing to take it out and put it. He's just stops depositing and keeps withdrawing. Okay. So he's just Got running it. down the bank account. Yeah. 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 So this, but this money does get distributed. Yes. Into these pet banks. Yes. Through yes. this, this like third guy it's that just he gets a, in this position. It's just a subtle. Like if we had a joint checking account, mm-hmm. it'd be the same. It'd be instead of me like just taking it all out and you're like, yeah. what the hell? It's just like spending it down gradually. Yes, yes, yes. Which yes. is still illegal. And but, no longer depositing in right. it and you're depositing right. in these in these just, other smaller banks, yeah. which are less reliable, which don't have the ba- they're not backed by, you know, right. the US government. It's <clears throat> and then, it's much more risky. Uh right. And then Biddle, who is the president of the bank. Of the National Bank. Of the yeah. National Bank, is like Okay, well, we don't have the people's money anymore. We're no longer beholden to mm-hmm. the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to do a little bit of economic destruction as well. Uh, it backfires yep. and just makes the people hate the bank even more. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though he was bad at public relations, he actually was a really good, uh, really good money manager. Biddle, yeah, yeah, Biddle. Yeah. Was. He tried, and he was working against Jackson, yeah. and Jackson. Made it impossible to yeah. to maintain this kind of like any amount mm-hmm. of national oversight, yeah. any kind of security with yeah. with money on a national level. Mm-hmm. So by the time 1837 rolls around, mm-hmm. yeah. you know we're we're in a pretty bad spot. Yeah. So those are the four things that kind of cause mm-hmm. this panic. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, Ireland and England start mm-hmm. demanding payments from American bankers because mm-hmm. uh, they have all this debts. You know, we've, we've yeah. we, there's been wars, there's been stuff. Oh. It's a new country, so there's. I mean, we still have debts to all all over yeah. the world, but but um, they're Look, demanding payments because they're going through a rough time. Yeah, they yeah. need the money. Well, and um, also yeah. they they find out about the specie circular thing. 
And they're like, oh, no. Yeah. Like they're calling in debts and gold. Like that's a bad. That's a bad thing. Let's. It's kind of like let's bail out. Oh, we owe you three million. You owe us five million. No one cares. Da 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 da. And then it's like, oh shit, hold on, wait. I think, I think, I think it's time. Yeah, uh, let's get honey, our money back. Let's, get our let's money try back. to get let's, our money let's back. Let's see what we can do. And get the well, hell out of here. and that's essentially what happens when yeah. there is a financial panic. Yeah, is then there's a there's this collapse in cotton prices and. People are down and out. Yeah. And then there's, I think, also some crop, big crop crop failures that coincided with that year. Yeah. Not exactly sure from like an agricultural standpoint what it is that caused that, but it was not a good year for agriculture. Mm -hmm. What essentially happens is people panic and they start pulling their money out of the banks. There's this lack of confidence in the banks that starts happening. So... And once that starts, yeah. it goes and it banks fail and mm-hmm. shut down and yeah. then there's no credit available yeah. and then no one can start businesses yeah. and bankruptcies start mm-hmm. happening. And then you have unemployment mm-hmm. and then you have ships in the shipyard yep. that aren't doing anything. And you have mm-hmm. and you also have to remember, this is a an economy that is evolving and Mm -hmm. growing and so when something like this happens it's like Mm -hmm. boom all these people who've maybe changed livelihoods Mm -hmm. you know maybe they were farmers and now they're in man they're starting to get into not not quite manufacturing at this point but just moving into a more pre-industrial economy these people are going to be hurt really badly you know there's this this unstable shaky Mm -hmm. economy that's in Mm -hmm. a transition period already you add all this stuff and you you have people in manufacturing districts Mm -hmm. i guess manufacturing is the right word i'm like i'm like can i say it yet yeah it's not the industrial revolution (laughs) can i say the word manufacturing still manufacturing or will the listeners come for <laughs> Will me. Will they revolt? There'll be a panic. So, yeah. Did you hear what she said? She said manufacturing, and it's only 1837. <laughs> so, yes, the, in these manufacturing <laughs> districts, um, like jobs are drying up. Yep. Materials are not coming uh, in. Raw now materials that, are coming the, in. Yeah. Now that the economy is on a decline, all the people mm-hmm. who have money are like, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm going to sit and count my money until the yep. economy gets yep. better. Until it gets better. And then everyone else is left mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. the best they can. Mm-hmm. So so this had huge effects. Prominent. There were lots of prominent businessmen who like ended their lives. Yep. Um, um, chil- children that were born during the 1840s, so like mm-hmm. in the years after this, mm-hmm. We're five centimeters shorter than yep. children born like 10 to 15 years earlier. Straight up so, mal- malnourished. Malnourished. Yeah. And uh, side notes. Yeah. Cornelius Roosevelt uh-huh. was able to buy up a lot of property in Manhattan. Uh-huh. And he later used that money to, uh, that money was used to fund the political campaign of his son or grandson, I believe. Probably grandson. Wow. Uh, Te- Theodore Roosevelt. Jeez. So 1837 mm-hmm. ends up representing kind of this landmark year that's like a shift in society, mm-hmm. much like how the Great Depression mm-hmm. was a shift in how American yeah. society was functioning. Americans were sort of shown mm-hmm. in a very rude way that they were no longer really living in the country mm-hmm. that that they 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 are no longer living in the country that was founded really it's yeah. changed like you were saying mm-hmm. at the beginning of the episode of like 
you know, these these men came in, they founded it and then it quickly gets away from yeah. them. And everyone's kind of waking up to that fact of like, hey, mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't 1776 anymore. Yeah. This isn't the this isn't Washington's country. This is not yeah. Jefferson. This is not the Jeffersonian right. ideal. And that is long gone. So, you know, during the revolutionary period, we have the conflict between Hamilton and Jefferson and mm-hmm. how who what they're going to what systems and their ideas and they're expressing them. A lot of time has passed and yeah. people have taken their words and changed them to their mm-hmm. own meanings and gutted the things that they held true. And so, yeah, like it's the machine had been running for a while mm-hmm. with no one tending to it. Right. And now it's it's falling apart and we realize, oh, that didn't just run on its own. Yes. And and we have Van Buren in office yeah. like in 1836 and we talk about yeah. how this affects his presidency mm-hmm. in the Van Buren episode. But he had really reorganized politics, but the rest of the economy and society Mm -hmm. hadn't really reorganized with the times in the same way that he had kind of changed the political sphere. So everything was overdue for a new order. Yeah. And really only the political party system had gotten that organizing by this point. Um, And and to to, to, to whether what Van Buren did was... Mm -hmm for the better or for the worse, mm-hmm. there was a certainly a need for something to change yes. in the political sphere. Yes. And it took someone like him to come in and do that work. Yes. Now, this, even though the 1837 was really like a landmark mm-hmm. year and it mm-hmm. kind of woke people up to like, okay, this is a different country, mm-hmm. things have changed, it didn't really change anything mm-hmm. about the economy going forward. So so prices sort of recover yeah. by 1839 and then it drops a little bit again yeah. and then things kind of just recover on their own. Mm-hmm. Van Buren as president, he had mm-hmm. one term. He did not get re-election yeah. mostly because of the yeah. panic, even yeah. though, you know, it was really more Jackson's fault mm-hmm. than his. He did have a hand in that because he was yeah. in Jackson's pocket, yeah. you know, in the background helping him do everything. Yeah. But he couldn't really do anything Mm -hmm. and just to reiterate this fact there were not the abilities in the executive Mm -hmm. office to do anything about this and if you think about the great depression Mm -hmm. there wasn't there were not those tools when that depression hit either those tools were created after it hit by fdr Mm -hmm. in order to recover the economy mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. when it hit there was not this like special lever that got pulled yeah. that's why it was so detrimental <laughs> and so you go all the way back to yeah. 1837 yeah. and you have this limbo economy this mm-hmm. happens the government is not set up at all the presidency mm-hmm. is not mm-hmm. even close to that point yet yeah um to to make these kind of like huge changes mm-hmm. to fix the economy so buren basically did couldn't do anything yeah. He did nothing. He got the Treasury bill passed, which would so, eventually go on to get a Treasury created, but that would be like in Polk's administration. So he had some money printed that was not backed by anything, but yeah. it was infused into the economy. Mm-hmm. And he also wanted there to be an independent Treasury. Yeah. So he got that ball rolling. He got that started. It got through it, it got through the House, I mm-hmm. think, but not the Senate. Whatever, yeah, yeah. He got it started. It eventually came around. There, there does need to be an independent treasury. Yeah, someone's got to play. Okay, we're all playing Monopoly. 
Mm-hmm. Someone's got to be the bank. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And we want to make it the most trustworthy person we can. You know, who do we make it? You know, do we make it grandma? Do we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that that really is like what we're trying to figure out. Do we what who do we trust? Yeah. I feel like I've said my fair amount about yeah. the panic of uh, 1837. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, it it was the first time that Americans saw the end of endless growth. Americans have been given this steady stream of you're special. Mm-hmm. Bad things don't happen to you because you work hard, because mm-hmm. you're good. And there was enough resources to steal from other people to, A, have their resources, and B, show the right kind of Americans, like, see, you're not like them. Mm -hmm. They're the kind of people that lose all their stuff because Mm -hmm. of their own fault, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Coinciding with these ideas of white supremacy with how, I mean, big, I mean, that's the way the economy was working at the time, 100%. I feel like we, in this episode, did not dive into that incredibly, but that is exactly how the economy yes. was running and it is continues to be yes. how our economy yes. Yes. runs for for nothing for no costs you can make someone feel better about themselves by showing them someone who's worse off yeah and that is a that is a bedrock of our economy i do think that some of the base things mm-hmm. about of our about our economy some of the base ideals mm-hmm. and just the 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 bedrock the the ideology of it mm-hmm. is very similar mm-hmm. in 1837 mm-hmm. as it was in 2007 yeah. as it is now and of yeah. course things have gotten more complicated mm-hmm. lots has changed but the, the mm-hmm. theory yeah about behind it yeah yeah <laughs> the way that we approach yeah certain parts of the economy yeah is not so different so so yeah. the, the fact that Every time there's this speculation bubble, yeah, yeah. we kind of go through similar motions, thankfully with way more tools now. Yeah. It's disheartening, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. to see like, oh, we're no different now than we were then. We're still falling into the same uh, pitfalls. But I also take a little heartening in the fact of like, this is not that long ago. And it was the first time we were dealing with such a big crisis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Then, you know, 80 years later, a little bit, give or take, you know, the crash of 29, we developed better tools. And here we are, you know, about that much time later. And hopefully we'll have even better tools and we won't make the same choices and stuff like that. I think this episode really illustrates to me Mm -hmm. why history is so important Mm -hmm. to learn and Mm -hmm. why, yes, something like the Panic of 1837 seems like such a dry topic. And I do know that lots of people will skip over this episode Mm -hmm. and go to the next presidential episode. But Mm -hmm. the reason things like this are so important is because this is exactly the kind of thing that repeats itself. And when we understand what has happened in the past, we're we're better equipped Mm -hmm. to handle the future and handle what's going on in the present moment. So as we're recording this episode mm-hmm. we don't know what's to come but there mm-hmm. are some you know we're recording this in in march of 2023 right. and there is definitely some rumblings of some mm-hmm. bank troubles and the I economy mean, is not looking so hot listen, so it, eggs <laughs> just <laughs> for y'all in the future eggs and butter are crazy expensive <laughs> right now <laughs> you know like <laughs> and hopefully they don't keep getting more expensive uh, but, exactly but i think like 
learning this history gives mm-hmm. me I don't want to say calm, mm-hmm. but it it makes me feel more reassured. Mm-hmm. And it simultaneously kind of pisses me off that we don't teach history mm-hmm. effectively in mm-hmm. schools and we don't emphasize the things that really, if mm-hmm. everyone knew mm-hmm. about what caused the economic mm-hmm. crises of mm-hmm. the past and had an in-depth understanding of that and then mm-hmm. were put out into the world mm-hmm. with that knowledge, I do think it would make a huge difference on how, mm-hmm. you know, economic things are handled yeah. and how when there is a bank run, how are people reacting? Yeah. Are they thinking back like, hey, is this the best way to act right mm-hmm. now? Is this really what I should be doing? Mm-hmm. Like. And should I be involved in this panic or should yeah. I like calm down and set it yeah. out? Like, and I think, I don't know, that's just my like yeah, overarching yeah. theory and like why I want to do this podcast and why I think history is yeah. important, blah, blah, blah. So if you're listening, thank you. Thank you. You're doing, you're doing, to me, you're really doing the work. <laughs> you're doing your civic duty. <laughs> um, this yes. is the kind of thing that I, there is, there is no way to describe it concisely and only like purely for entertainment purposes. But it's very important information because mm-hmm. this is the way by which you get exploited is by not understanding how things work. Right. Because you decide it's too boring. Right. I don't want to make it sound accusatory, but like, Part of why this isn't taught in school is because if everyone understood it, they'd be outraged. I will say one thing I I like to remember is, you know, I know we all live a lot of our lives like, God, I hope something bad doesn't happen. You Mm -hmm. know, I hope Roe Mm -hmm. v. Wade doesn't get overturned. I hope the economy doesn't collapse, da, 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 da. But the reality is, is like those things do happen. Mm -hmm. And now we're studying, we're we're taking a look at what people did when Mm -hmm. that happened. And Mm -hmm. then we can say, okay, well, the dread is gone. The reality is here. Right. How am I going to live my life? Mm-hmm. How am I going to move forward? On that note, like <sighs> yes. the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Mm-hmm. Leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out. And mm-hmm. um, you can email us. The email address is in the show notes. If you have any <laughs> corrections, if there's any materials that you think we should take a look at, if we're yeah. missing missing any big pieces here, if we're yeah. super wrong about something, we want to hear it. We're not perfect. We're, yeah. we're literally just too... Uh, improvisers that want to yeah. talk about uh, presidents. I know. So. This is just a bit that neither of us wanted to pull out of. Yeah, this is a bit that's gotten out of control. Out so of control. please, anyway. God, help us send us, send us your uh, biography recommendations. <laughs> well, this has been... Pardon me? An impre- a presidential... A presidential... A presidential history... history. Podcast. Uh, what? What? <laughs> ah, I'm panicking. <laughs> that didn't go how I thought. Do you want to recharter that outro? <laughs> <laughs>